Indiana Jones is headed to Paris, and we are going along with him. This is my watch series where I am breaking down and discussing some of the issues brought about by the adventures of young Indiana Jones, or as that used to be known, the young Indiana Jones Chronicles. This is a series that aired on television in the early nineties. And it's part of my rewatch of all the Indiana Jones content leading up to Indiana Jones and the dial of destiny, which we're going to talk about as much of that stuff as possible in two different locations. You might be listening to this on the how stories work with Jay Shear podcast channel but you also that's just audio only if you want to see some of the video and i am going to show some not clips but i'm going to show some screenshots here and there from the actual show you can watch that over on the og 55 story geeks youtube channel which is of course um, og 55 orange grove 55 youtube channel where the story geek shows are now being published this is a little bit story geeks it's a little bit how stories work so we're kind of just doing a shared shared piece of content here but if you want the video you can head over to og55 and watch it over there now as we've talked about already this is a television show in the early 90s george lucas wrote the stories for all of these not all the scripts he did hand off the scripts of some of these to other people to work with this is a reordering i believe if i'm not mistaken this is a reordering of the way that they showed up on television so we are watching i am watching um the episodes according to the, the order that disney plus recommends um disney plus has also taken the episodes and originally they aired in an hour-long format which is about 42 minutes plus ads and they've taken disney plus for whatever reason has taken those and combined those into one episode so this is actually the second half of episode two um of what's on disney plus as episode two this is indiana jones goes to paris and so that's what we're going to talk about today uh he had just been in africa with uh big game hunting with teddy roosevelt i did an episode on that you can watch that and now we're going to jump into um indiana jones in paris what we've realized by watching this show is that a lot of the, a lot of this show is intended to do really two things. One, explain how Indiana Jones gets to be the character that we see him as in the films. So we're filling in Indiana Jones' backstory from a storytelling perspective. But in addition to that, not only are we doing that, but George Lucas is for sure setting this up as a serial story that allows him to insert Indiana Jones in key moments in history, predominantly in the early 1900s. And we get to see the world through Indiana, the eyes of Indiana Jones um, as a kid. And, and there's a lot of influential people who Indiana Jones, there's probably nobody on earth who has met as many influential people and like had adventures with them as Indiana Jones in this series, which is of course, super Indiana Jones, just Indiana, Indiana Jones ish um, as it were. So we're going to talk about um, him in Paris. The, there is a, this interesting like transition um, between episodes, there'll be a transition from Indy being in where he was in Africa, and now he's going to take a boat trip over to Paris. These transitions are odd. I've mentioned this before, but because of the way that these are now um, placed together, it's hard for me to imagine how this would have shown up on TV in the 90s. So Captain John D gave us some information last time about these were our episodes on tv originally i don't believe they were ordered in the way that they were ordered on disney plus but what i what i have a hard time imagining is how we got from one episode to the next because sometimes indiana jones looks like he's eight years old sometimes he looks like he's 10 years old there's a pretty big difference when that kid ages when the actor ages 
And I don't know how that works. So we're headed to we're headed to Paris, and Paris is going to be really interesting. One of the things that remains consistently good about this show here they are showing up the train station. If you're watching the video, they show up at the train station, and then there's these cool shots of Paris. I'm going to let this play for a little bit. Um, he they're going by this giant uh, estate, one of the chateaus in Paris. I have been um, I've been to France, so I've seen some of these chateaus. They are pretty amazing, and um, you know, they're, they are going to see all the sights of Paris and all the things that are cool to see in Paris. They are going to go try and do all of those things. Again, Indiana Jones has a nanny. She teaches him during the day while Henry Jones Sr. goes out and gives lectures. And in this in this instance, um, Indiana Jones is going to meet someone. He's going to meet several people in this episode that are incredibly unique. Um, the first person he's going to meet, he goes to visit this museum with uh there's a good shot of little indy at the museum right there he goes to visit this museum with his nanny and he encounters i'm gonna see if i can get a little bit better photo of this dude right here he encounters this kid so one of the things that's remained consistent in these first two episodes which are really like again four episodes because it's like one a one b two a two b one of the things that has remained consistent throughout this series is that in every locale that Indy visits, he meets somebody who's around his same age, who he kind of befriends, and that person is his means by which to interact with the environment around him. And so in a serialized story, this is really intelligent. This is a really smart way to do it because, well, if you just had Indy show up and then like get into an adventure, that could be kind of difficult to bring about especially when he's going to every single location he goes to there's a there's a there's an adventure now when i say adventure don't think of these adventures as like thrilling high action pieces there are an occasional there's an occasional fight or something but for the most part this is a very slow moving slow paced show it's really more about seeing the character of indiana jones react to these locales and see people from history famous people from history show up in these locales and then try to work around a theme of some sort right this theme in paris is always is all going to be about art and about the changing nature of how we view art and this kid this kid is a really interesting kid because this ladies and gentlemen and those watching this is norman norman rockwell the painter the american painter norman rockwell if you've ever seen one of the Norman Rockwell paintings, the classic example is very Americana. Uh, Norman, Norman Rockwell will have like a gas station and like a kid sitting on a bench next to a guy at a gas station, right? Very Americana, very, um, you all almost might imagine that a Norman Rockwell painting could be a Coca-Cola advertisement from like the mid 19th, um, mid, the mid 1900s. Like that's kind of what you would, immediately picture as you picture a norman norman rockwell painting and he just is at the he's at the museum the art gallery part of the museum they're at the louvre or the louvre or however you say it they're at the louvre in paris and um, which i have not been to by the way i walked by it i saw it with my own two eyes and never went inside which is like it's like one of the number one destinations to go to uh, apparently not for my family um this is years ago i haven't been over there in a long time Norman Rockwell basically says to Indy, like, hey, do you want to hang out with me? I'll show you around some of the art places. And Indy says, sure, I'll, I'll, I'll hang out with you, uh, Norman. And immediately, 
um norman's like hey like indy's not really that interested in the art he's kind of like i don't know if i want to go to the art and then norman goes well where i'm going to take you is actually a little bit dangerous so maybe maybe you do want to go with me because it's dangerous of course indiana jones is his middle name is adventure so of course he has to go and they go to this like little kind of a seedier section of paris I don't know if it's the red light district in this particular scene, but they're going to end up in the red light district area. This particular artist is Degas. So this artist is Degas. Degas is obviously, um, you know, does very uh, detail style paintings. They kind of get into that a little bit. Um, it's, it's, it's a way for this to me is, um, you know, a very Disney-esque show, honestly. Like, obviously um you know this was aired on abc disney had not purchased lucasfilm when this had come out so this was like completely controlled by um george lucas but you can see the brand of disney and the brand of george lucas being very tied together this shows a little bit more adult than i expected it to be i expected it to be you know young adventures of indiana jones kind of just like action and adventure um, it's not so much that it's actually slower paced and it's it's meant to present some challenging scenarios for Indy to work through, but also present some edutainment, which is a Disney thing, right? Like Disney wants to entertain you and educate you. So it's edutainment kind of a thing. And in this case, Degas, we kind of get a feel for who Degas is and what he what kind of paintings he was doing. And let me see if I can find a little picture of uh, the next person they're going to meet because Degas is actually having an argument. And he's arguing with, uh, uh, and, and by the way, that was a shot right there. That, that last shot was of, um, I can't even show it for that long, probably on YouTube. Cause I don't know what they'll do, but it was basically a lady. It's not graphic or anything, but she is, um, posing nude for, <laughs> for Pablo Picasso here. This is Pablo Picasso. So Pablo Picasso and, uh, Degas are having like arguments about what kind of style is better. Um, Pablo Picasso is now introducing cubism to the world and they talk about cubism and his weird way of looking at things. There's a whole plot line in here where essentially um, Pablo Picasso is trying to prove to Degas that he's just as good a painter as Degas. In fact, he tries to sell a painting of Degas. Uh, so he tries to sell his own painting and, and try to sell it as Degas. It's a whole, it's a whole kind of um, episode there, but um what Pablo Picasso is trying to prove is that his version of art is a new version of art that is relevant to the world. And what Degas is basically saying is, is like this, you, your new style of art is madness. And so there's this like tension between those two artists and Norman Rockwell and Indy are two younger kids kind of observing how these, how these guys are behaving. Now I will tell you right off the bat, um, uh, in my opinion, I would not let my kids be around Pablo Picasso <laughs> with what he does. Like this is, you know, this is a TV show, obviously. But if you were like, hey, you feel comfortable with your ten-year-old Indiana Jones running around with Pablo Picasso the way he's acting in this show? Like, no, we're not having any of that. Like, don't, 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 don't let him hang out with this guy. Um, uh, they portray Pablo Picasso in this episode as being very much uh, somebody who's trying to break the rules somebody who hangs out in the red light district. Some of the women that he's painting portraits of appear to be prostitutes. So it's a, it's a kind of a, I just think that the George Lucas is a wild boy. <laughs> That's what I think. He's just like, I'm going to do a young Indiana Jones uh, series, but 
it's not going to be anything like you expected it to be because I'm going to throw some madness in here at every level. And in this case, uh, Pablo Picasso brings us some of that madness in his little um, fight with with the guy here. And of course, you know the nanny um, that's trying to watch Indiana Jones is gets really concerned about him. Um, here's a scene here that happens in the middle of the episode where uh, I mean, there, there's no way other way to say this. There's two pimps that are upset with Indiana Jones and um, Norman Rockwell because Pablo Picasso tells the prostitutes to come along with them to this party. And so these guys get upset about that and they chase down Indiana Jones and Norman Rockwell. And there is actually Indiana Jones fighting. It might be the first time we fight. We see him fighting like an adult, like punching an adult and you get it, you get it right here with these pimps. So really interesting episode because there's not a lot going on in this episode. Um, you know, it's, it's sort of this, let's put famous artists from Paris on screen and then let's see what happens um, when Indiana Jones and Norman Rockwell learn from them about what's going on in the art world at this point in time. Now, you know, one of the things I'm always trying to think about when I'm trying to think through, like, how does the how do these moments in Indiana Jones childhood impact his later life? Um, we've already seen him be really good at integrating into uh, scenarios that he's not comfortable with. He's learning a lot of languages here. Right. So that's really important aspect of his of his character. He's he's you know, he'll speak French in this episode to the degree he understands and, and can speak French. One of the other things that I think is really interesting about this episode, though, is that he is one of the things I like about the concept of putting Indy in all these different places where he's learning from people. He's learning from Teddy Roosevelt. He's learning from Degas and Norman Rockwell and um, Pablo Picasso. We're going to see him interact with some other world leaders pretty soon here. And I think what's really fascinating about that is it kind of gives us a better feel for why Indiana Jones does not feel he kind of feels like a fish out of water wherever he goes. But yet he's able to navigate that that scenario when he's a professor. He seems like he's overwhelmed and he doesn't really like being a professor when he's in a foreign country. He seems like he's trying to work his way around, but he's not really comfortable being part of the aristocracy or part of the middle class he's just kind of a guy a guy out of time but in a very specific time frame in history and i think that that makes for a very interesting take on indiana jones and here he's kind of learning the value of art and how art is perceived and there's a message in here that's really fascinating and that is that art is so subjective that it's hard to put value on it and that it's easy to trick other people the very end scene of this episode is the whole setup is that, like I said, Pablo Picasso is trying to imitate Degas because what he's trying to do is say that his cubism is advanced in an advancing art form that's new and cool and that Degas' art form is sort of dated already. So what Pablo Picasso is doing is he's painting like Degas. He, there's a whole scene where he, he, paints, he paints the lady, then he throws that away and he goes, now you got to do it from memory. And he goes and paints the whole thing, pastels and everything paints the whole the whole uh character and then he goes all i've got to do to sell this as a Degas is to get it signed by Degas and then go to an art dealer and sell it so he's got this whole little scheme going on and indiana jones steps in and and you know norman 
Norman Rockwell is uh, trying to copy these guys as he goes along. He's like sketching what these guys are doing. And so Indiana Jones at the very end of the, at the very end of the, the, um, the episode, let's see if we can get a shot here. Um, Indiana Jones at the very end of the episode is going to, uh, yeah, here we go. So there's the art dealer. <laughs> the art dealer is here and the art dealer wants to buy some of these guys works. And so he's trying to talk to Degas. Well, they've already tricked Degas into signing the Pablo Picasso painting and they've already convinced this art dealer that he should buy it. Well, Indiana Jones goes, "Hey, if you give me a thousand, if you give me a thousand, uh, whatever the currency they're dealing with here, I don't know if it was a francs or if it was a different currency, but he goes, if you give me a thousand francs, let's just call it that, um, then I will actually sell you a Pablo Picasso." But what he's doing is he took the he took the illustration that Norman Rockwell did and sells it to the art dealer. And I think that there's something here. Um, we see this from the scene in. Indiana Jones in the Last Crusade, when he goes to the castle and he goes, I'm here to view the tapestries. And he's trying to play like he's an art guy. Well, well, this is him being an art guy back in the day, right? So there's an influence he has. And he would, and I think what he actually learns in this in this episode is that art is subjective, but it's also something that you can trick people into being an art expert if you say the right things and act the right ways, which is what he does in Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade, which is a pretty deep cut, by the way, because this is a very simple scene there at the end so um again george lucas is pretty wild for putting this stuff on screen um young indiana jones the young Indi the adventures of young indiana jones um i would say have been very entertaining um thus far and here's another shot of pablo picasso well and we'll go ahead and close out the episode there if you are listening along you can always watch this uh, series. If you're listening along, it'll be on How Stories Work with Jay Shear, the podcast channel. If you are um, following along with us with the video, then you will go over to Orange Grow 55's channel. That's where all the Story Geeks content is currently being published. So you got an audio version, How Stories Work with Jay Shear. You got a video version, uh, the Story Geeks show that's hosted on the Orange Grow 55 YouTube channel. Um, also, just want to let everybody know we are still in the midst of producing our short film, No Vacancy. I've talked a lot about that on the How Stories Work channel. We've got a couple of uh, OG fans that have been kind enough to support us on that in, in making this movie. You can still go out and support us. I'll put the link down in the show notes. Thanks for watching, and I'll see you guys on the next episode where George Lucas is going to continue to be a wild boy and do wild things. Talk to you guys later. Bye.